You're listening to another wrestling episode of Tap Outs and Touchdowns with your guy, Bully Rye and PJ Steven. All right, everybody, welcome back. Welcome to the special edition Thanksgiving episode of Tap Outs and Touchdowns. It's your guy, Bully Rye, for a bonus wrestling episode. We welcome in our wrestling show co-host, PJ Steven. PJ, how are you doing today? And happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, my friend. Yo, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. I'm really, really excited to do this. Uh, We are actually doing this on Thanksgiving because it is midnight right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, legitimately. Not to mention, um, I haven't done three episodes in one week ever. So we had a brand new episode launched Tuesday. My football episode went live yesterday. And now we've got another brand new football uh, wrestling episode, I should say. Um, and this is going to be all about the Thanksgiving tradition in WWE Survivor Series. And we're going to do this a little differently for this bonus episode. Instead of breaking it down uh, into three different parts, we're going to do two parts where we kind of review past uh, Survivor Series in the first half of the show. And on the back end, we're going to preview the upcoming Survivor Series this Saturday, November the 26th of twenty. 22. So without further ado, let's get into Break It Down. And here we are breaking down the best of Survivor Series. And PJ, I told you right before we came on the air that I'm going to let you sort of lead this segment. So um, go ahead and take the lead. I'm looking at some like big memorable moments and uh, and some, some memorable situations from Survivor Series past. Um, but why don't you start us off? I guess if you've got a favorite Survivor Series moment, or a Survivor, Survivor Series match that you want to talk about, feel free to share, and uh, and let's have a discussion about it. So the first thing I think of when I think of Survivor Series, obviously, is the debut of The Undertaker. 1991 Survivor Series, he joined Ted DiBiase's Survivor Series team and was actually the sole survivor. Um, I don't know if he was a sole survivor. I can't remember, but he was he, – anyway, his team won that match. So – I think of The Undertaker, and I think of Rowdy Piper saying, look at the size of that ham hock. Yep. So I think of The Undertaker when I think of Survivor Series. And we're skipping we're skipping way, way ahead. But what I also think of, another debut, is the debut of Sting in WWE during the Team Authority and Team Cena, where it was Dolph Ziggler, who was the sole survivor, where Sting came in, uh, did the stare down with uh, Hunter, and then, of course, we got the match at WrestleMania 31 with Triple H and Sting. So fun debuts at Survivor Series. But, I mean, when I think of the matches of Survivor Series, you know what I think of. I think of the 10-man, 5-on-5 elimination matches. Those are so classic, and they're so fun. Um, You know, that sole uh, uh, um, uh, Survivor-related match and – you know, I, I I often think of one of the first ones that I ever saw that I can remember was uh, off my Survivor Series VHS tape that I had, Best of Survivor Series. You, do you remember those, by the way? Oh, yeah, dude. I've got a bunch of them still chilling upstairs. Me, me too. So I've got, like, the Best of Survivor Series. I've got, like, the Sable VHS tape, The Undertaker, the Stone Cold. I've got a couple Stone Colds. Yeah. But uh, anyway, the Survivor Series one, the first one I ever saw, it was showing from 1987. Team Andre versus Team Hogan. Um, and Andre the Giant, of course, was the sole survivor. And what I remember from that is Howard Finkel at the end of the match announced, 
the sole survivor, Andre. And that was the first time I ever saw Andre the Giant as well. Oh, wow. Uh, And so I was like, man, that guy, he's a big deal. And then obviously I find out that he passes away, obviously. But um, do you, can you think of like a favorite Survivor Series? Well, first of all, let's start. Like, what's your favorite Survivor Series moment? I mean, mine has got to be The Undertaker debuting. He became my favorite wrestler. Um, and Sting, you know, close second. But, um, you know, is, I mean, there, is there a favorite one? Listen, so when you think of Survivor Series, you can't help but to think of the greatest debut of all time. I'm not talking about Kane and Hell in a Cell. I'm talking about the Gobbledygooker. The um, Gobbledygooker. You know who that was under there? Uh, remind me. I know, but I'm, I'm not going to. Was it, it wasn't Terry Taylor, was it? No, no, you're thinking of the Red Rooster. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was it? I, it was Hector Guerrero. Shut up. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's um, that's pretty brutal. So, uh, listen, the Survivor Series in the past were, were really good. Really good cards, right? Um, I mean, you think there were some memorable debuts at Survivor Series. You've already mentioned The Undertaker. The Shield debuted on a Survivor Series. Um, I'm trying to think of what year it was. 2012. Um, to interrupt the WWE Championship match between CM Punk, John Cena, and Ryback. Um, you, you think of uh, Survivor Series, I'm trying to think of what year it was, 1998, uh, matter of fact, was the first time since its inception um, that there was no traditional Survivor Series uh, elimination, um, but a 14-man tournament was held to crown a new WWE champion. Um, you've got, I mean, there's, there's is that a, the one? Is that the one where The Rock won and Vince betrayed mankind? Yeah, it was WWE's first recreation of the Montreal Screwjob. That's um, right. And That's The Rock right. beat mankind for his first WWE Championship. So very good memory there. Um, I if you so so back you know early nineties even to late nineties there were some really fun memories. Modern era wise, obviously you have to think about the Shield. Um, one of my favorite, I guess inceptions of the show one of my favorite uh versions of the show was the one year it was 2019 when they incorporated nxt in the survivor series um, oh yeah i thought it was unique because it had always been so prior to the purchasing of wcw um we had you know your traditional survivor series matches where you good guys versus bad guys and then when 2001 came along you had survivor series that was essentially the, the the culmination of the invasion angle, um, the failed invasion angle, we should say, because of the big stars not being here on that show. But post the invasion, post the WCW purchase, it became a show about Raw versus SmackDown. And I think they really did a really good job for a long time of posing Raw versus SmackDown on the shows. I agree. I agree. Um, so when you incorporate the third brand, NXT, you sort of like NXT was, was viewed as developmental. So you rooted for the guys in NXT to beat the guys on the main roster to kind of show like, why are, why are we still down here? We should be, um, you know, we should be up, up on the main roster with you guys. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to pinpoint because there were so many. Um, I mean, you got to think Survivor Series 2003, uh, Team Austin versus Team Bischoff and Team Lesnar it's- versus Team Angle. So funny because I was going to bring that up. The Austin and Bischoff one is one of my favorites because of purely the 10 wrestlers that were on there. I mean, so Bischoff had Orton, uh, Jericho, Christian, Steiner, and and Mark Henry. And Austin had, I think, Shawn Michaels, Booker T, the Dudleys, and Rob Van Dam. 
And they put on just such a great match. That was so fun. The stakes with like, you know, if Austin doesn't win, you know, he, his career's over and, and you know, all, you know, all the shit. But uh, so it's so funny you brought that up because that was the next match that I was going to bring up. But God, I love that match. It's so cool. Yeah. You know, I enjoyed the the concept of the pay-per-view where you had elimination tag team matches. Um, I liked it more when there were stakes involved. Uh, when it comes to like brand supremacy, like there was the one year that Seth Rollins lost. I think it was the first first one eliminated. It was a few years ago and he came out and this is when he turned heel. He came out and said the roster dropped the ball, even though he was the first one to lose. And that was his, his first like heel turn. Oh yeah. You know, I do remember that. I do remember. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, you know, you think uh, again, the, the invasion angle in 2001, um, the, the main event, that five-on-five matchup, a lot of it was guys who were already in the WWE locker room for some some time prior to this match. So, um, if remind me, I, maybe it was the SummerSlam that was a, it was probably the SummerSlam where the TLC debuted. Um, but yes, yes, yeah. I mean, I don't know. So, and obviously, like you've got to go back to, and we've we've already reviewed it on this podcast. Uh, Survivor Series 2002 was. Shawn Michaels returning from his back injury after years of a layoff and the first ever elimination chamber match at Survivor Series 2002. That chamber match, uh, we, we went into great detail uh, earlier uh, this year, I believe, if not last year on the show, where we talked about that match in, in great lengths, where Triple H had his, um, I believe it was his esophagus or something, collapsed um, with a, a five-star frog splash. We saw him come back and still wrestle while struggling to breathe in that match. And Shawn Michaels wins the world heavyweight title in that match. So um, yeah, super fun. Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of really, really good stuff, man. I mean, it's hard to pinpoint. Um, I mean, you you think about some of the greatest matches um, survivor series 90, I believe is 96 psycho Sid and Shawn Michaels for the world title. Um, I mean, was there, were there any matches in particular that that stood out to you. I mean, you also got to think of our, you know, in that that invasion angle pay per view. I believe you got a, a Dudley Boys versus Hardy Boys in a steel cage, which is not something that we see very often. A tag team match in a steel cage. Um, what uh, what sort of matches stand out to you uh, when it comes to Survivor Series that that maybe aren't traditionally the, the traditional Survivor Series matches. Oh, I get what you're saying. So I do. I will say that the um, I want to touch real quick on what you talked about. And that was the alliance uh, versus WWF, the invasion angle. Uh, I loved the 2001 Survivor Series with the five on five, the alliance and WWF. Um, even though the uh, the invasion storyline itself was terrible, but the that match really stinks um, stands out. Um, when you talk about Survivor Series matches that aren't the elimination, um, it's hard to say, but I remember there was one that always got to me, and that was Survivor Series. There's one Survivor Series. It's a recent one, Survivor Series um, 2019, uh, Adam Cole and Pete Dunne. Uh, great match. I remember that one being super fun. Um, uh, let's see. I'm I'm drawing blanks here. I've got a, I've got I a question s- for you. Obviously, the Survivor Series 1997 featured the Montreal Screw Job. It was the one of the most infamous situations in 
um, in, in wrestling history. Uh, did you know this was not the first matchup between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series? No, yeah, I did know that. Yep. So for the fans who didn't, for the for anybody listening who didn't know, um, Bret Hart took on Shawn Michaels at, at Survivor Series 1992, uh, where he defended the WWE Championship in a technical wrestling classic. Um, it was sort of Bret Hart in his prime, Shawn Michaels prior to the the um, I don't know the the degeneration X angle. So he was he was still coming in as like a heel. He had just broken away from Marty Jannetty. Um, right. but interesting that like to think about the fact that five years later, this match would take place again and such controversy would come out of it, but they were able to put on a great match at that same show. Five years prior is, is a pretty legitimate, like claim to, to, you know, hang your hat on. So I will say, you talk about Bret Hart. Um, I, I just, one of my favorite matches that are not the five on five survivor series match survivor series 96 with stone cold and Bret Hart. And it was when that rivalry uh, was really heating up and and just getting a lot of like good notion, and uh, yeah, super fun, super super fun. So let's let's have some fun here before we move on because we've talked a lot about Survivor Series, talked a lot about our favorite things about Survivor Series, which is it's a fantastic pay per view, and we, we just wanted to do something super fun for you guys here on Thanksgiving. So off the cuff, Frick doesn't know I'm doing this. I have no idea. You don't know what's happening. Nope. Out out of any promotion, WWF, AEW, Impact, New Japan, whatever, you're going to give me your five-man Survivor Series team, and I'm going to give you my five Survivor Series team. And we're going to post this on your Twitter, and we're going to see who the fans think would win in the five-on-five. So we got to go. So we're going to go, I guess, five major companies. So we're going to go New Japan, Impact, WWE, AEW, and was N- that- N- w- I mean, NWA, I guess. I, I don't. So I couldn't tell you NWA. Honestly, I couldn't tell you Impact at this point. Why don't we stick with AEW, WWE, and New Japan? Can we do that? Can we make fine. that compromise? Yeah, fine. All right. So um, you may have to write this down as I'm talking. Um, Let's start with it. Well, we're you know, there's this cool thing. We're recording this for people. Yeah. So you can go back and you can you can yeah. you know it. what? Yeah, you know what? But then I gotta sift through, you know, it's I'm I'm giving you a hard time. All right. So let's, <laughs> all, right let's, all right, I'm running I'm running it down. I'm running it down. Yeah, let's start in WWE. So the top five, the the five man elimination match, uh team WWE. Uh, obviously. Oh no no no! You're mis- you're misunderstanding me. You're misunderstanding okay, me. Sure. Uh, out of out of those promotions, oh. you're building a five man team. Oh geez. Oh dude, oh, that's you could, that's you even could harder. Do, you could do one from New Japan, one from, or you could do all WWE, all New Japan, or all. AEW. That's what I was thinking. Matter. Like we could do like a five man team for each promotion. No and, no no no. Okay. What we're gonna do is we're gonna you're making yeah. your ultimate five team. All right all right. Take, let's do take it. whoever from those three promotions. I take whoever from my from those three promotions. We we, right. we see who who's gonna win. So, yeah, right. so who who are your picks? All right, give me Roman Reigns. Mm. Uh, sh- you gotta do you gotta do bloodlines. So give me Roman Reigns and the Usos on a team, and we need two more. Um, how about oh, sh- there's another there's another uh, 
there's another like cousin floating around that I can't say. Is it Samu Fatu or something like that? Sure. Uh, is no, you have no idea who I'm talking about, do you? Okay, I do, I do, but I don't know his name. Let's go, let's go, let's go. The Usos, Roman, and the Gorillas of Destiny on one team. That's that's pretty good. Yep. All right. Um, let's do old school Bullet Club. So let's do Finn Balor, the Young Bucks. And the OC, so Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Okay, so wait a minute. Who are are you picking your five? So wait, you that's oh that's, you. I thought we were just doing three teams. No, so we're just doing. You okay, have, just, you I have, have one team. One, you have one team. Oh geez, well then that's, that you, screws me up. So I've already so I've already ruined it with Roman. All right, yeah. You have Ro- one. You have one team that's going against my one team, and you can oh, pick sh- from any of those promotions. You know what? Dang it! I, I wish I could edit all this out, but I'm not going to because I enjoy the 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 self. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I want right. I, and and maybe I'm explaining it incorrectly. Or maybe okay, I'm yeah. Out. No, I got I got it now. All right. So here's right. my team. Then I'm 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 changing. I'm starting over. Here's my team. Okay. I'm gonna go uh, Kazuchika Okada. I I, I, I butcher that name. Kazuchika Kazuchika. God, I can't say it. Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Will Osprey. I'm going AJ Styles. I'm going Kenny Omega. And I'm gonna go brian danielson damn i hate that i left out aj styles on that team too it it kills me not to put him on there you said aj styles did i no where where did i say aj styles you said okada osprey aj styles omega and danielson in my head i said roman reigns so i'm glad i said aj styles we're good oh my god all right i'm digging it all right no you you know what you know what never mind i'm never doing any ideas ever ever dude no i get it in my mind now that i understood with the now that i understood the assignment we're Uh good to go so yeah all all right right. let's hear your five let's hear your five-man team since i stole okada from you it's just like a wwe draft between the two of us i dig it i know you totally stole fucking okada from me but that's okay okay so um oh man. Yeah, see I gotta really think about you know all my all my shit. If I put Cena on my team, he's gonna win, but I can't <laughs> I can't your favorite uh, wrestler. You gotta put him on the team. I can't I I can't sacrifice my, my morals. Oh um, that's hilarious. So I'm gonna go with uh okay, so I'm gonna go with Lesnar. Go with oh Brocky Lesnar. Oh, I dig um, it. I'm gonna put uh let's see. Um Naito. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh Shingo, Shingo Takagi. Oh yeah, your dude Shingo. Yeah. Uh I'll put which is weird because you have Osprey on your team, but I don't care. I'm gonna put Jeff Cobb. Ooh, I love I love you know oh, you know, I'm already mad that I forgot one of my guys and I'm 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 wondering if you're gonna put him in there. I'm not gonna put your Jonah boy in. Oh no. yeah, no. Okay, cool, cool. I thought about. I thought about it. I thought about it, but no. Really, uh, really quick side sidebar. Did you hear that that WWE is re- interested in re-signing him? Oh, I can't believe that. That's so cool. I, I would love, love to see him on my TV every week, dude. I fucking love that dude. He's he's doing such a good job in New Japan too, which is just super terrific. Um, I'm actually going to take off Naito, Naito and I'm gonna add uh, Jay White. 
Switchblade Jay White. Um, because I just remembered that uh, I'm meeting him this weekend, and I'm super happy about that. So I nice. want to put him in. Uh, and then to finish it off, we're gonna go on the AEW train. And you know what I'm gonna hit you with? Uh, I have to put in oh Claudio. Oh man, that's good. That's so. Good. So let's to, re- to re- re- yeah read the yeah, teams so, back. So, so to recap, the ultimate tap outs and touchdown Survivor Series ten man elimination match. Frick's team, he picked Okada, Osprey, AJ, Kenny Omega, Brian Danielson. On PJ's side, there's Brock Lesnar, Switchblade, Jay White, Shingo Takagi, Jeff Cobb, and Claudio Castanoli. Oh, man. What a what a fun match that would be. What- so put that on your Twitter, on your little Twitter machine, your, your Elon machine, and let's see who the people think would win. Yeah, go to tap at uh, twitter.com slash tapouts and TDs or just search – and follow at Tapouts and TDs on Twitter, um, and we'll that, put it up. We'll put it on our old Facey book too. Yeah, we'll we'll put it on there. So, uh, yeah, let's let's see who wins this match uh, that PJ Steven, and I fantasy booked for you. Um, PJ, that was fun. I think we're gonna take our first and only break of the show. When we come back, we are gonna break down and preview this weekend's Survivor Series War Games for the first time ever. War Games featured at Survivor Series. Uh, So stay tuned. We'll be right back with the main event. We're already there right here on Tap House and Touchdowns. Established in 2008, One Stop Repairs in North Charleston, South Carolina is your one-stop shop for all your electronic repair needs. Specializing in cell phones, tablets, computers, laptops, and game consoles, One Stop Repairs offers reputable and quality service with the quickest turnaround time and most competitive prices in the low country. You can find them on Google with an exceptional 4.9 star rating or on Facebook or by searching One Stop Repairs. That's the number one, One Stop Repairs. Call today for a quote at 843-343-6310. That's the number one, One Stop Repairs. Everybody, welcome back. The second half normally is a part of the football show, but the second half of our show today is the main event where we are going to preview this weekend's WWE Survivor Series uh, War Games. The first ever War Games will be featured at a Survivor Series. Um, It was brought back for NXT some time ago after being utilized in Fall Brawl in uh, WCW for years. this uh, pay-per-view is going to be taking place again Saturday, November 26th, TD Garden Arena in Boston, Massachusetts. It's the fourth ever Survivor Series to be held in Boston. The original uh, uh, Boston Garden back in 93, 2008 and 2013 were where they were all held in Boston before. Um, it is the first Survivor Series to take place on a Saturday and the first since 1994 to not take place on a Sunday. So once again, um, Survivor Series used to be a Thanksgiving tradition for WWE, and after some time, decided to start doing it like every other pay-per-view on a Sunday, but on, on or around Thanksgiving weekend. Um, but this is, uh, you know, we, we talked about it in, in the first segment here. Um, it, it was For a while, it was just traditional uh, elimination matches. Then it was, uh, it was sort of themed around Raw versus SmackDown. And this year, it is all about... War games. Uh, P. 
PJ, some storylines obviously heading in. There's a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on with the Bloodline, which features Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, Sami Zayn, and the Usos. Um, they have been softly feuding with the brawling brutes, Sheamus, Rich Holland, and Butch. And obviously, Roman has an ongoing uh, sort of rivalry with Drew McIntyre. Um, they are going to be facing off in the men's war game match. The brawling brutes team featuring Sheamus, Holland, Butch, Drew McIntyre, and a returning Kevin Owens taking on the bloodline. PJ, uh, what do you have looking forward to this match? Um, I, I guess we should mention, do you like the, the, the concept of war games? Uh, what do you look forward to seeing in this match between these two teams? And who do you have winning in this match? I do love war games. Uh, I think it's super fun. It's different. Uh, I look. I used to look forward to it all the time. And and Bob Raw. That being said, I think the Bloodlines definitely got this one. Although war games, I mean, it's it's a it's a brutal thing, for lack of a better word, and no pun intended. Um, but uh, the Brawl and Brutes, it definitely uh, feels to their strengths. But I'll still say that the. Bloodline should go over there. Uh, whatever it is, it's probably going to be a really good match. Looking at this card, I've not seen this card yet, but I'm looking at it now, and it's pretty fucking stacked. Yeah, a, say. a lot of talent considering right now there's only five matches being uh, sort of uh, pitched and teased. I will mention about this this uh, War Games match, the men's War Game match. Um, while I think that the Bloodline could go over, I also feel like this is a good opportunity to start um, planting the seed for the turn of the bloodline on Sami Zayn. Obviously, Sami's storyline has been sort of feuding with Jay within the bloodline, and this is this probably be a good opportunity to sort of plant the seed. If Sami Zayn is the one to, to surrender in the War Games match, um, it could plant a seed where, where you know he's not good enough, he can't hang with the bloodline. Um, listen, I love the, the concept of a two rings inside of a steel cage. I yeah. just don't like the idea that it's not like, an I, I, if it was an elimination style match, I feel like you could tie in an actual survivor series tradition with war games and make it to where you get eliminated. So it could be like the entire bloodline beating the hell out of Kevin Owens to finish the match. If Kevin Owens was the sole survivor, then he could just get beat down by the bloodline. So I, I, a slight tweak to blood to, to war games to me would would benefit, but you know, uh, here we are. Um, let's uh, let's move on before we talk about the women's war game match. Let's move on here. Uh, another match being advertised on the card: a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey challenging Shotzi. Shotzi has had some wins on SmackDown as of late. Um, she won, I believe, a number one contenders gauntlet match to to get a shot at the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I'll start us off here. Like, I'm not really excited for this match. They're essentially feeding people to Ronda now. Uh, there's teasing this Ronda Ronda Shayna partnership. I think at some point you're going to get the four horse women of MMA versus the four horse women of WWE, um, which is when they're going to bring back Charlotte, which is when they're going to bring back uh, Sasha Banks. Um, and I, you know, we're only, honestly, we're only about four months away. If you can think about it from WrestleMania. So they could, they could sort of stretch this out and make that work. Um, but as of right now, I think Ronda Rousey's just, um, she's being built to be too, so dominant and Shotzi's just going to be another victim in the line of, of challenges for Ronda. PJ, anything 
different that you're feeling? Anything that you're looking forward to in this match? I know. Hashtag sarcasm. How much you love Ronda Rousey in the ring? So. Yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to this match at all because Shotzi's really great, but they're just going to feed her to Ronda Rousey, and it's uh, yeah, whatever. The next match, though, that you're going to talk about, I'm really interested in. Um, I assume you're going to want to talk about this grudge match between AJ Styles and Finn Balor. This should be a banger, Frank. Am I right? This is probably going to steal the show. Uh, AJ Styles, Finn Balor, both former leaders of the Bullet Club. Um, Now AJ Styles has got the OC back with Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, and the addition of Mia Yim to, to counterbalance Rhea Ripley of the Judgment Day, which also features Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. Um, if this match doesn't tear the house down, I will be utterly disappointed. I do I think will too. I, I will too. I do think at some point they're going to have to eject these teams where we can focus solely on AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Yeah, that's that's the thing, Frank. I don't want this match does not need Gaga. No, it absolutely it doesn't. doesn't. So um, I'm 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 really excited. I mean, this is the one match that I do want to see on the card. This match should be what Shinsuke and AJ at WrestleMania should have been. I agree completely, and I think it's got the it's got the the chance to do so. Um, next up, that we're the next match we're going to talk about. Only the fourth of, of five advertised a U.S. Championship match, the United States Championship on the line. New champion Seth Rollins defending against both Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory. If you haven't been paying attention, Austin Theory tried to cash in the United uh, cash in the money in the bank on the United States Championship a few weeks ago on Monday Night Raw. He was uh, he, he was interrupted by Bobby Lashley, would not be able to win the U.S. title back off of Seth Rollins. Um, and so it, it sort of sets up this where uh, Austin Theory is not been coming out with his cell phone to the ring. He is looking more focused and more aggressive. Um, and I told you a few months ago, PJ, I don't know if you remember this, that I feel like this Austin Theory arc could turn th- to that uh, similar to uh, a John Cena where he was young and arrogant and eventually he was going to turn to this ruthless aggression uh, before he starts kind of winning over the fans. And, and I feel like that's we're starting to see that ruthless aggression side of Austin Theory. Um, I don't know who to pick as the winner for this match, PJ. Who do you have winning this match? And is there anything in particular like you're, you're looking to see as far as a one-on-one match? Do you, are you looking forward to seeing Rollins and Theory team up to eliminate Lashley? Like, what are you looking forward to with this match for the U.S. title? Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, Seth Rollins going over. Although I could see how this is how Austin Theory wins because it's a triple threat. You know, that's how uh, it's kind of like how how Darby Allen could beat up two heavyweights in a triple threat. It's like, you know, he, he he's able to sneak in there and make it happen. Um, that being said, I do think Seth Rollins is going over. Um, when you mention Austin Theory being, you know, in the shoes of Cena, that's a good point, actually, um, because it is very similar to that. Um that being said, uh, Austin Theory can actually wrestle, so he's already filled. He's already filled Cena's shoes in that respect. Well, um, yeah. Listen, I think uh, to your point, uh, this is a, this is a good opportunity for Theory to get the title back. I, I think that you're going to have to see Rollins and Theory going after Lashley in this match. Um, I, I feel like this is a sort of match where Lashley uh, hits hits a couple spears on Rollins. And when he goes for the pin, Austin Theory throws him out of the ring, and he picks up the pin and gets the U.S. title back. 
I like theory to go over in this match, and I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how they how they make that work. Uh, PJ, we're running short on time. Let's get to the women's war game match. Damage control, uh, team damage control, I should say. Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky are teaming with Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley of the Judgment Day to take on Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and an opponent to be announced. There are rumors circulating around the interwebs about who this could be. PJ, quickly, who do you think there's going to be the fifth woman on Team Bianca, and who do you have going over here in the women's War Games match? I think Bianca goes over. Bianca's team goes over. And, you know, my head immediately went... My head immediately went to... Uh, Becky Lynch. Yep. But what a great swerve if it was Sasha Banks. Ooh, that would be a nice swerve. Yeah, the interwebs are, are hinting to, to the return of, of uh, Becky Lynch. I would love to see the swerve where it's awesome, where, where it's Sasha Banks. Um, I, I listen, I think Belair's team could Belair's team could go over. Um, I just don't know if they're going to do it. Nikki Cross has been sort of a wild card on on, on TV the last few weeks. Um, I think they're going to set this up to uh, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair rivalry where, where Rhea is going to be challenging for the Raw Women's Championship. So I could see Rhea Ripley sort of forcing the submission on Belair uh, so that it's sort of like, hey, I beat her in war games. I can beat her one-on-one. I want the Raw Women's title. So... Um, interesting to see that play out. But those are the only five matches listed for this year's Survivor Series. Uh, PJ, anything you'd like to leave us off here before we sign off? No, I think this has been a super fun episode. And thank you guys. If you guys have taken the time, 45 minutes out of your day, uh, this could be your break from your family. Uh, you know, if you're into that, if you're already stuffed um, and you just want something to fall asleep to, you know, we can do that. ASMR. And uh, we can, but I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us on this Thanksgiving day. And thank you guys so much again. And uh, we hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful uh, meal uh, with your family or just by yourself. You know, you don't have to celebrate. Some people don't celebrate Thanksgiving anymore. Um, but, you know, I've got my turkey all prepped up, ready to go. It's just my wife and I, you know, and the dogs and the goats and whatever outdoor cats want to run up to the door. So. Uh, and then we're leaving Friday morning for WrestleCade. So we are ready to pack up turkey sandwiches and go to a seedy hotel and have wrestling for three days. Yes, truly, uh, as I mentioned on the wrestle on the football show yesterday, uh, truly find the things to be thankful for. Um, and and I hope everybody enjoys their Thanksgiving holiday. If you're going to WrestleCade, safe travels, enjoy the shows. Otherwise, a lot of good football this coming weekend for Rivalry Weekend in college football. Uh, once Ooh. again, wherever you are listening to the show, whenever you have listened to the show, we truly appreciate your time this Thanksgiving weekend. For PJ Steven, it's your guy, Bully Ryan, for Tap House and Touchdowns. Thanks for listening, and I'll be around. <laughs>